top-notch emergency episode of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Previous guest of the show, Dan Brader, called me up and said, Ross, great episode we did together last time, but we need to do better for the fans (laughs) and the listeners out there. Sure, we gave them great content. But I have more settled in now in the, the ways of the Melbourne comedy life. And I now I think now is the time to strike for me and you together to give Melbourne comedy what it truly needs. Another podcast. Another podcast with Dan Brader in it. So I dropped everything I had. <laughs> I drove all the way from Morwell and I said... You and me, pal, I was on sabbatical. I was on retreat, but for you... You're lying back in a hammock, a nice glass of pina colada, and had to throw on the pink balaclava. Oh, I always got this thing on. Just 24-7, yeah. You need a summer version, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> It'll be quite hot in the sun, mm, yeah. This is the summer version. It's got extra breathable holes in it, yeah. Actually, this protects me from polluting the air. <laughs> Um, yeah, more settled in for sure. Like, yeah, last time I was, I think I'd been here for like two days or something. So I was a bit kind of, uh, what's going on with, you know, navigating the scenes and all that kind of crap. Don't be afraid just to really speak into that microphone. Oh, yeah. I'll get it nice and close. Speak into that microphone. Great. I'm right in there now. As you can tell, I mean, this is such an emergency last minute thing. That <laughs> oh, yeah, wasn't so much on my mind. Yeah. So that wasn't even planned two <laughs> weeks ago. That Jim Reaper, our this, new producer, is not even here. This 300-page book is just full of so many pressing topics to discuss. I've got here uh, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift trivia. You've got to cover that. That's pretty huge. Uh, oh, sure. Got here. Oh, hang on. That's a supermarket list. Um, no, so much to discuss. It's <laughs> what like, are you? You're <laughs> buying Taylor Swift trivia cards? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hosting one tonight at, in Doncaster. That's career highlight. That'll be Doncaster. Awesome. Yeah. It's be fantastic. Yeah. I think I don't, I don't even know anything about Taylor Swift really either. So she's dating um, a football star. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Uh, um, what else? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything about her. They just throw you onto any old trivia. So um, be nice to get some trivia I knew about. But you know, I'll just take wherever I can get it. It's Taylor Swift songs describe so much about the interior lives of women, and it's like men. Do men have music like that? Do men even have music like that? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I can't think of a Swifty equivalent. Why can't Taylor Swift, you know, talk about the interior lives of men as well as women? Of course. There's I, not enough, you know, content for men. Like, what's going on? Like, you know, we need more. Well, about the interior lives of men, Dan. Yeah, they're slightly better than the exterior, for sure. Sure. I mean, neither of us have chosen therapy. I mean, we've both chosen to do a podcast. That is the choice for men. It's either do a podcast or go to therapy. <laughs> I went to therapy once and everything that I brought up that was wrong with my life, the guy just told me to give it up. So he told mm-hmm. me to give up stand-up comedy, probably not bad advice. Told me to give up playing social basketball, probably not bad advice really. Everything I said, it was give it up, give it up, give it up. And there was a guy in the corner who's like a student kind of taking notes and he was just shaking his head at me and like the guy because he couldn't believe this guy was getting paid to um, – you know, dispense psychological advice when all he basically said was just give up everything in life that causes you pain and then you'll be fine. And it's like everything in life causes us pain. So what was I supposed to do? Just sit at home and... Yeah, drop some nihilism on them. Yeah. College-style nihilism. (laughs) Everything is pain. 
he was also saying dropped with basketball. Yeah, yeah, because I was oh, big, long, boring story. But it was back in the day when I was, I was back home in New Zealand. Didn't really want to be in this particular town I was with. I was living with my parents. Everything was going terribly, and I was kind of getting into little dramas in the basketball scene, you know. Mm. But yeah, his advice would just give up anything, you know. Um, that causes you a modicum of discomfort. But yeah, everything causes you discomfort. So he was terrible at his job. I mean, what if life causes you discomfort? Yeah, it's just that. Is he advocating unaliving yourself? I don't, yeah, maybe he was just trying to soft sell me into suicide. <laughs> well, hurt a little bit, but. Dan, you know. it took the turns not suicide anymore. It's unalive. Unalive? Is that a new. Yeah, I'm not up with. I'm 40, so I don't know all the terms. <laughs> it's yeah. unaliving. Unalive. Apparently, what we need to do is um, soften the horror and trauma of suicide. By becoming unalive, yeah. By becoming unaliving. Doesn't that make you feel more comfortable? Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't help the people who have suicide ideation, but it makes me feel better. What about a long rest? I feel like that one's better. It's, you, know, it's, you know what's happening, but it's not too harsh. Yeah. yeah. Unalive, you kind of know what's happening. Yeah. If you said, oh, what happened to Gary and he's killed himself, and you just said, oh, he's having a long rest, it's okay. Everyone would get what was happening, but it wouldn't make it awkward at the barbecue. You know, it'd be all right. Yeah. Yes, but it could. you could just be sleeping. That's true. Yeah. Long rest is maybe too vague. Could be confused with a coma or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some comas are short, though. Yeah. Did you ever see on uh, Tim and Eric ages ago, they had this, you know, they did all those Cinco products, mm. and one product was great. It was this product where uh, they showed the ad, right, and he was had a friend's birthday party on his calendar, and he looked real depressed, and it was 30 days into the future. And the whole idea of the product was you take these pills and then you can sleep for as long as you want until something cool happens. Yeah, And yeah. he woke up like 30 days later, he had like blue crap coming out of his mouth and his eyes were all bugshot, but he had to, He skipped the 30 days when he had nothing to do. And that reminded me so much of, you know, when I've been unemployed or when things haven't been going well, you're like, fuck, I wish I could just skip to all this birthday party or whatever because I've just got nothing I'm looking forward to. You want your brain to be so obliterated, though, that <laughs> they have to hire someone to try and retrain you to be human again. <laughs> he didn't look very good at the end of that ad. Like, yeah, he had blue crap coming out of his mouth, all sorts of stuff going on. But so it's a potentially interesting idea for a product, although very dangerous, yeah. Sounds like every Eric products go, yeah, could be interesting. <laughs> How many of it involves removing your teeth? <laughs> it's a lot of that. The businessman urinal shower was good. I like that. <laughs> when you're like in a hurry and you have a shower in the urinal, <laughs> like a little thing he connected up to the urinal and just went for it in the nude in front of everybody else. I mean, when you're in doing a fringe festival interstate or out of the country, it could come in handy. Yeah, some of those showers. Yeah. Uh, because some of them you got to pay for too, like yeah, like two dollars or something. It's you know if you get a free one like that, why not? You could, all those costs doing yeah. a festival show is terrible, awful. Um, are you doing any festival shows coming up? You wouldn't see me going to Adelaide <laughs> or Edinburgh. Edinburgh, the two be- places I'm going this year. Are you going to Edinburgh? Yeah. Oh, nice. That'll only cost you know, everything like, I have and then some. Sell like. Your liver, your family's liver, <laughs> it costs a lot. It's expensive. Everywhere. And that's bad because my family do not have good livers. No, I have the best liver and that's saying something. You have to take the livers to cash converters just to um, get, sell them, yeah. Get two cents because that's all cash converters offers you for everything. The cash converters here is, is more – because New Zealand's such an easygoing place – they kind of just trust everybody. It's a bit naive in a way. But, like, here, like, I went into cash converters once uh, – and I could just tell it was going to be a huge production to sell everything. Like I felt like way too intimidated to even like get what I had out of my bag to sell the guy. Like, yeah, wasn't a good vibe. Well, over here in Australia, you're better off just jumping in front of a car and getting hit by it and suing <laughs> for the insurance than trying to get any kind of money from cash converters. Yeah, I've looked into medical trials. Have you ever done those? Like, uh, I won't name him in case he's embarrassed, but another comedian told me about it. And he's like, oh, you get 10K, like, do these medical trials. And he's like, oh, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> sure, something could go wrong, but $10,000, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's the most money they've ever had. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Can you imagine 10K worth of beer cards? Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty good. 
Um, yeah, because you don't even get drink vouchers at gigs anymore. Like I've you know done it for a while, and back in the day, you always used to get little drink vouchers in Melbourne when I lived here. Everyone's a teetotaler now. Yeah, it's it's more of a sober scene than ever, as old man Dan's observations is. Yeah, uh-huh. back in the day, everyone used to drink, which is probably not a good thing. But now there's a lot of kids floating around just completely sober. But, you know, they could be on various substances. I don't know. I'm not checking. And, yeah, they're always the ones talking about how anxious they are. Yeah. So... Why don't you become a functional alcoholic like we used to do? <laughs> there was no problems. It worked fine. It was a good system. Unlike the go-between between the old days of just you get drunk all the time and now everyone's all teetotaling, but they're anxious all the time. Yeah, yeah. Real, there's there's an edgy vibe. Like I like – I'm enjoying the scene here. There's loads of gigs, lots of variety, blah, blah, blah. But there's definitely you – know, it's not a very relaxed vibe in a lot of these gigs. Yeah, for sure. It's a bit of anxiousness going on. Um, but yeah, loads of gigs though, so you can get around. Not like New Zealand, you do one gig every six months. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a battle. Hey, why don't you be like that New Zealand guy that's like popping off right now? <laughs> the one that's popping off right now. It's full, full popping. The one that's popping off right now. You know the one I mean. Who's popping off now? I don't even know. No, he doesn't do stand up, but he's New Zealand and, and he's popping off right now. Is he? It's like popping off right now. <laughs> I'm not this ref. You're being too subtle for me. I don't know who this is. And that's what's been my problem is being too subtle. I've got to walk out for being too smart. <laughs> um, local or uh, New Zealand? No, he li- he's living there now. He's not. Doesn't oh, look he's Hollywood now. Oh, Tucker. He's or popping Tucker, off. Tucker oh, Teddy or no? no. Uh, sure. Yeah, go with him. Jojo yeah. Rabbit. As he's known by his close personal friends. Yeah, he um, he played Hitler in a movie. He did, yeah. A humorous Hitler, though, like <laughs> whimsical Hitler, like interesting choice. Hey, Hitler was nothing <laughs> if not a whimsical man. He was very much just getting everyone to perform to his whims. <laughs> That's true, yeah. No, I never watched that. I just, yeah, I'm not a massive fan of his stuff. Like You're not a massive fan? No, like, yeah, I... I you know, kind of bucked the trend early because he's everybody's turning on him in New Zealand now. But I was never really into. I like Boy, the first one, and then they started to get a little bit too self-aware and a little bit too twee and whimsical for my taste. I was like, I can't handle this. Um, so no thanks. Pikers yeah. for Polly man. <laughs> he's Polly. Don't you like knowing that? I'm racist, clearly. If I don't like him, <laughs> he's the um, Polly man. He's he's, he's polyamorous. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. That's what I mean by being Polynesian. Yeah, not true. He's, Polynesian. He's not he's Polynesian. He's the Polynesian. Polynesian. He's the Polynesian Polyman. Yeah, there you go. He's the, yeah, sort of. He's, mm-hmm. yeah, race. I'll leave it alone. Um, but, yeah, no, he had Rita Ora and um, what's the other girl that he had? Tessa Thompson. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's doing all right there. Yeah, a couple of lovely ladies. Um, but, no, everybody seems to, there's a bit of backlash about him now, not just in New Zealand but globally, isn't there? Yeah. People have kind of had enough of the love and the thunder of this crowd. Come on. Yeah. And Tyker did <laughs> the four movie, which had Natalie Portman. And who did Natalie Portman date? I don't know. I didn't follow her date. According to Moby, Moby. Oh, Moby. Yeah, yeah. He's one of, you know, I'm a bald man, so. But he's a, yeah, he's had a past and stuff. He's done some things, Moby. Yeah, you got that vegan life tattoo. Yeah, it's a, it's a choice. Yeah, uh, a choice of, of lifestyle and uh, a choice of body adornment. Yeah, <laughs> both yeah. of those things. And I know this is why you wanted to come back on the show because oh, you yeah. wanted to talk about. I've got a Taika Waititi. Oh uh, yeah, Moby. All, all these people I know nothing about. <laughs> probably I'll probably get slotted on to do a Moby trivia night in um, Epping or something next week. <laughs> Who knows? You did one of those trivia nights in Chernside Park. I've done one in Chernside Park, yeah. Sporting Globe group. Yeah, they're, they're always at Sporting Globes, or thank God it's Fridays. Um, but I, I dox get... myself here, but I live, t- I live two minutes away from the Sporting Globe Grill in Chernside. Oh, nice. Like, top location. You should come down and amazing trivia nights. You'd love them. Like, it's great. <laughs> um, no, it is good fun, though. Uh, cast bosses, I think. Love this crowd. I love this crowd too. I love I love everyone that's out there. 
Um, who doesn't? People. I love everyone people, that's out there. People are good. Platonically. <laughs> Sexually with consent. Sexually fine, if they want to, but we all know they don't want to. Wow, you never know. Like the pink balaclava look could be, you could have a hot pink balaclava summer. <laughs> like maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I'm so sick of Chet Hanks. He's stealing white boy summer. This is pink balaclava boy summer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's memorable. That could happen. I'm going for... A uh, forty-year-old guy, desperately hiding his baldness with a cap, summer, which is hard to fit on a bumper sticker. I think so. I might need to come up with something catchier. You got your summer dance happening. So. Yeah, as you can see, <laughs> as you can see right now, um, <laughs> this is the third camera right now. My hand. Yeah, your your hands like the third guest. Hi, hi everyone. Hand, do you have many fun Moby facts? Oh, Moby once said that we were dating, but we're not dating. What's your favourite Moby song? Extreme Ways. Good choice. The Born Identity song. Uh, Who do you think should play Born Identity if they remake it? Moby! Moby, he'd be good. Well, I don't know. I don't think Moby's proved himself as an actor, Hand. Yeah. Yes, he has. <laughs> you see, he couldn't even buy his own shit. Fell right into the long rest. Fair enough. It's not. It's not a white hand summer. No, it's not a white hand summer. No, it's not. It's not happening for white hands. It's uh, hands of color summer. That's what's happening. <laughs> hey, Ace. No, POC, pinkies of color. Yeah, there we go. Pinkies of color. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, that could be a thing. Write that down and do that in your next yeah, little comedies. Pinkies of color. Open with that. See Don't have any setup. <laughs> Don't have any sort of elaboration. Just go up there and say, pinkies of colour. Everyone, I'm a big fan of POC. And the crowd claps because I'm in Brunswick or something. And I go, pinkies of colour. Who doesn't like a pinky? Come on. Give a guy in the front row $5. Let's <laughs> see how the rest of the gig goes. I actually gave a guy, after a really dumb joke like that, $5 uh, after the joke when I was in Geelong, and it was quite embarrassing because afterwards I actually needed the five dollars and asked for a back. So, um, yeah, I might have to change that joke, adjust it to giving them a fifty cent piece in this economy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it cost a living crisis. <laughs> it's even costing me with my punchlines. Yeah, I mean, in this country, we don't respect art so much. We we need to pay the audience to get on board. Well, all the gigs are free, aren't they? Yeah, it's a lot of lot of that. Um, but uh, yeah, how do you get an audience? Is how you get an audience, though, isn't it? Like, if you charge ten dollars, maybe nobody would come to some of these gigs. So, free entry is what it is. I feel like we should hat, you know, in your case, hand the balaclava around. In my case, the hat around though afterwards, uh, and see if we could, you know, get some NFTs <laughs> after the gig or something yeah. for our hard work. Should we get? Should we just become crypto bros? Crypto, yeah. It looks, yeah. looks. There's nothing wrong with crypto. There's no way it could possibly go wrong. Yeah. No, I mean Elon Musk. He's always on the ball when it comes to everything. He's a wild character, that guy. Like, yeah, he says some pretty interesting things. And yeah, I bought. I bought that that social media tick. Yeah. For $8. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that with the investment? I got. Yeah. I got the blue tick. Oh, they didn't even give you a highlighter pink tick. No, it's, it's robbed. they just sent me a whole box full of blue ticks. <laughs> they started biting my skin, and then I just got like these little red scabs, but it, with Elon Musk's face on it. Having <laughs> to glue them to your body and stuff, yeah. Well, I didn't glue them on the body, but it just grew naturally because of <laughs> the blue ticks that were biting it. Grimes stuck her tongue right in them. What are you thinking of uh, Kanye's hard pivot to? Like a Nazi is a bit of a bold choice. Like, <laughs> what's up with that? Love the crowd. I mean, <laughs> Kanye's always been five to ten years <laughs> in front of the game. <laughs> Next thing you'll know, Drake will become a Nazi. 
Yeah, Mike catch on. That's a pretty. I wouldn't. You wouldn't have picked that like a few years ago, would you? Like, oh, guess what? Kanye is going to become hardcore Nazi, and you never would have picked that one. It's interesting, eh? Feels like some of those guys, and maybe not as many ladies, but they get away with it to a wild degree too. Because you, you go on his Instagram, and everybody's still giving all his stuff likes, and you're like, what the hell? Like, this guy's like going on about how rad Nazis are and. Jews should be exterminated. He's still getting like two hundred thousand likes. It's like insane. And he's got this girlfriend that he clearly keeps, you know, trapped in a basement or something, and gets Kim Kardashian modification surgery every five minutes. Like, guy's horrible. But yeah. he did make the college dropout though, so give him a he, free pass. He made the college dropout. <laughs> okay, there's a trajectory from eight oh eight. Yeah, yeah. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Being a Nazi. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird pivot, yeah, yeah. My, we'll see if we can come up with a with an album title that incorporates all that. My Beautiful Twisted uh, Fascism? No. <laughs> Need something better than that. A no, war no, workshop no, no, up. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we, only had, we had Yeezus. Yeah, yeah then, that was. Then Donda. Donda, yeah, yeah. Donda, uh, Life of Pablo. Vultures is the new one, apparently, yeah. And people still buying all the stuff, too. It's unbelievable, yeah. My beautiful, dark, twisted, but twisted has two S's and they're in in capitals. Yeah, if SS, yep, that's good. Twisted. Dunkershire. Dunkershire, yeah. Fanberg. Fanberg. You're exceeding my knowledge of German here. Uh, just because Fanberg sounds Jewish. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah, yeah. See, my knowledge is, is low. We, I've got the list of topics I thought we'd agreed on. We've got here watermelon. Yeah. We haven't talked about that yet. Hey, um, hey. So we're talking about black people, right? <laughs> what? No, that was unrelated. Stereotypes, no, right? I've been cancelled. Stereotypes. Like, hey. Not going to get it. Gig at Kind Times Comedy. Which is KKK, which is, you'd think they would have, you know, <laughs> they would have looked at that before they made the gig. Wait, hold on. So, so, Kanye kissed. A Kardashian. Yeah, KKK. Kanye Kardashian kissed. Yeah, that's KKK. Yeah, so there was hints. He was hinting at it like. There was hints. He had that song. Very early uh, on. He had that song. What is it called? Gold Digger? I am a god. <laughs> I am a god. Yeah, he definitely doesn't lack ego. Can't, who who was more yeah. racist and hateful than God? He, he made, some, he's made go. a few mistakes. But to be fair, he's got like a very big ledger god. So like if you go pros and cons, there's a lot on either side. Yeah. Okay, name a pro, go. Um, He made pink balaclavas, so yeah. When he made the guy or the girl who, who made them, yeah. So something, yeah. Uh, he created New Zealanders, so it's two. Yeah. I don't know. King Balaclavas <laughs> and New Zealanders, you really are like scrapping this power I'm, I'm struggling to think of good things. Need more depression meds and then I'll be happier. Should take whatever Kanye's taking. He, he, that ego, it's wild, eh? Like, you know, he needs seven mansions for, for that ego. Isn't, isn't the problem that he's not taking any meds? <laughs> Yeah, either that or he's taking some extreme super duper meds called cocaine. Yeah, I don't know. Conrad yeah. Murray. Yeah, I don't know. Is that that neo Nazi guy? Is that that Conrad Murray? Or? No, he's the guy that drugged Michael Jackson up to death. Oh, whoops. Yeah, it sounded like a neo Nazi name. Conrad, for some reason, it's got like a Nazi edge to it. I don't know. He, would, he is a black man. Is it? Conrad oh. Murray, but maybe he's like a self-hating black man who hated the black side of Michael Jackson. That's <laughs> yeah. why he filled him up full of drugs. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, everything's a conspiracy. We're blowing the lid here, and that's why you wanted to come here on this show. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be the Joe Rogan of the Melbourne comedy scene. We're I two, had seven ice baths before I came. <laughs> yeah, we're just two honkies. And drank, about <laughs> and I drank some elk semen, like yeah, it's one of his morning routines. Have you yeah. ever had deer carcass drippings? No, it's top of my list though, like, but, like <laughs> way at the top. They call that thing truth serum, man. Truth serum. You have some drippings from a deer carcass. You have vials of it. You put it in yourself, man. It'd be pretty good. <laughs>
That and some alpha brain, like alpha brain. It's like your brain has muscles and stuff. Like when they do the X ray, your brain's got little prawn arms, like with big biceps. So. Yeah, they knock you out, and then they remove your brain, and then they get uh, you know Mister Universe to like piss on it, <laughs> and then they put it back into your head, and then you got that alpha brain, baby. Yeah, and you can do rad stuff, like not get out of people's way when they're trying to cross the street, all that cool alpha shit. <laughs> yeah, and like if someone's in your way and then you move one side and they move the same side, but then you move the other side and they move the same side and then it's like a five-minute Abbott Costello routine. And you do that kind of little real man laugh they do and they go <laughs> like that and then you know you've made it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Speaking of real men, yep. real girl. Real girl, yeah. Lars and a real girl. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's. Why didn't he get the Oscar for that? Surely. I think the real girl should have she, got, the got the Oscar. Another Oscar snub. <laughs> they stuff, gave yeah. it to Lars. They missed the whole point of that movie. Didn't give it to the real girl. <laughs> that whole movie now would just be, be AI. It wouldn't even have to have the plastic dolly just be looking on his phone. Yeah. Showing his girlfriend just, to everyone. That is just her. Yeah. I don't think I even watched that. I remember I saw one scene when he goes bowling with her, I think, but I never watched the whole thing. It was, yeah, not top of my list. <laughs> yeah, I watched the whole thing and I don't remember at all. Did you watch Saltburn? Did you watch your No, like what the hell is Saltburn? I think the whole movie's just a guy drinking jizz out of a bath. I think that's that for three hours. Sense. That's the director's cut. <laughs> and then he dances naked to Sophie Ellis Baxter, right? Yeah. It's- that's the scene everyone's. That's the, yeah, those are the two. So you don't need to see the rest of the movie. Just no, like that's no. it. Does the whole trick. And then you also learn like it's a pretty powerful message. Rich people, apparently not good people. So like had I not seen that movie, would have had no idea. Like, here's me thinking they were the best people on the planet. Turns out not so good. Hmm. Eat the rich, but, you know, if you're going to do it, I do advise salt and pepper. Yeah, before you, you know, if the if the it. if the rich not the band though, come no, on, love no, this no, 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 no. If the <laughs> if the rich weren't so uptight, you should eat out the rich. Yep, that's possible. Yep, depending on your, you know, eating out is not for everyone. Cost of living crisis. Come on, love this crowd. Yeah, sometimes I can't afford the money to to go to a whorehouse and eat out the rich. Yeah. It's, uh, it's expensive. Sometimes I bring my own vagina. <laughs> like, um, Can I just bring my own vagina from home here? I got it in the baggie. Why not? Like, come on. Like, just pay corkage or <laughs> yeah, we'll like just, corkage? I just want space. That would be good. If you could do that, yeah. <laughs> Is that in the list of topics you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that was. Bringing that. your own vaginas. CYO vagina corkage fee. Great. Yep. It's all good. It's all happening. Uh, yeah, it's all happening. Um, so what? where are you going to stay when you get to Edinburgh at the Pink Balaclava Hotel? Or was that booked out? You know what? I had a look. It's all booked out. Ah. I'm going to have to stay on the streets. Imagine if you got there and there was like 30 comedians. <laughs> like it was this thing in Edinburgh you had no idea about and you go, I'm going to stand out. I've got my thing. And there's 30 cunts with like Pink Balaclava. That'd be such a nightmare. And they're all trying to destroy comedy too. What is going on? I hope not. I hope not. (laughs) That would be, yeah, that would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Bella Clavis, they're more of a music thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a rap, like Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Tism. He didn't have a tism, yeah. I think I've, yeah, pink ones, yeah, they pop though. Uh, Pop Pussy Riot. Pussy Riot, yeah. Yeah, they famously had the pink ones. Yeah. Yeah, they had the pink one. Yeah, the pink, it's a good, stands out, yeah. I think my, just the hat and the glasses, I need some sort of an angle or something. I'm bad at coming up with angles for comedy shows. My last one, Death Metal Boomer, people got confused and they thought that I was a, a boomer, which was pretty offensive because I'm clearly trying to still look like I'm in my mid-20s and apparently I look like I'm 68, so. Yeah, come on, you're Gen X, man. I know, I'm trying to stay young and healthy and fresh, but yeah, cool. I got told, I got reviewed, though, by the Sydney Morning Herald. But, you know, the article came out in the afternoon, so what are you up to? Um, and Love this crowd. Um, and, yes, it wasn't a good review. They said I was just another 
um, dubious white guy or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, that's good. But it's a good quote though. I might call my next show just another dubious white guy and see how that plays. I got an article. I got a review from the Age that says he must think he's some kind of anti-comedy anarchist. He's not Tim Key. He's not Stuart Lee. <laughs> he's not Daniel Kitson. Stop saying what I'm not and say what I am. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, strong, independent black woman trying to get by in this crazy world. And why did they not say that? Yeah, why didn't they say I'm a white guy pretending <laughs> to be a black guy on a radio show? And then I start to believe I actually am a black woman. You could do a show called Ross Birdie Has Five Kids to Feed, y'all. <laughs> See how that goes down. They'll run me out of this town. <laughs> Um, that, yeah, could have some issues. You never know. Um, have you done the, the hot smoky comedy scene of Geelong? I had a crack at that on the weekend. That was, it was actually quite good fun. They won't put me on in Geelong. Duh. They know why. I don't, but they know why. They had 26 people on the lineup and I thought to myself, gee, this is a long lineup. Come on. Ooh, love this crowd. Ooh, 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 ooh. Took me six weeks to write that joke. Oh, so. Six. Yeah. Uh, needs a punch up. <laughs> Probably, I think I probably could have done it in four weeks, but there was just a little bit of, you know, just placing the, com- the comma and the Two e- weeks of hesitation. Yeah. Um, but no, Geelong, it's, it's, a, it's a town. It's a place. We've got a KFC and a Hungry Jack. So, you know, what more could you want? A McDonald's? Yeah, I think that's on the way. Like 10 years, I think. It'll be happening. On the way? Yeah. They got it on one of those big trucks and they're just driving <laughs> driving slowly. But the problem is it's got to drive through this, so they've got to keep stopping while people drive through it. So it's, yeah. It's, it's taking a while. Yeah. In Geelong. Uh have you done any rural towns in Victoria? <sighs> rural towns? No, I haven't. I did a town called Lock ages ago when I used to live here. And a guy showed up. It's a classic rural town. A guy showed up with a dog. Mm-hmm. In the crowd, another person showed up with a baby in a pram. Uh, <laughs> they fought each other. <laughs> that would be good. The baby hops out and rides on the dog, and all mayhem ensues. <laughs> dog pulls out a shiv. <laughs> Prison dog, yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting or whatever. Uh, uh, I'm doing a Bendigo show. Oh, Bendigo, March yeah. March 23rd at Trash Cult. Trash Cult, that's a cool name for yeah. a bit. Is that like Bendigo? I didn't realize it was had those kinds of clubs. Thought it'd just be like the the Golden Gate Hotel or whatever kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, this place is it sells like kitschy cult B grade stuff. Oh, nice books, cinema. Then they, they do like you know punk shows and stuff. Yeah, you know Bendigo's an interesting town. Uh, did a gig there, and there was like a whole group of ladies who were doing ostensibly like a, a hen's night, but none of them were getting married, and that was the big hilarious joke. <laughs> one lady actually had dressed up like a bride or whatever, and we were like, oh, you're getting married, all that kind of thing. She's like, no, isn't it funny? And we're like, oh, I don't know. What's you see, society has just become too... <laughs> it's become too woke. <laughs> so now you don't even have to be... Going to be married to have a hands night. There's no, nothing sacred. You know, identify as a married woman tonight on Sky News. Um, should you be allowed to identify as a married woman when you're not married? The world has gone crazy. Oh, you want to say you're married, but you don't want to contribute the taxes that come with it. <laughs> it's a tax dodge, yeah. Who's your favorite from Sky News? You're an Alan Bolt guy? <laughs> Alan Bolt? What's his name? Roger Bolt? Andrew. His name. Andrew Bolt, yeah. I was on an improv team with Andrew Bolt's son. Oh, wow. That's yeah. that's true. What did he improvise? Like ways to make poor people's life worse? There's <laughs> different ways. Like. He did slot that in a lot. <laughs> My dad loves Andrew Bolt. He loves the Bolt Report. Yeah. He says it's all about the nuts and bolts of life. God. Who's the nuts? Um, the loony left. He loves that one. The loony left mob. That's one of his other go-tos. The loony left. Once again, the loony left mob are up to no good this week. You know, having hens parties for people (laughs) who aren't even getting married. When does it end? They love when does it end. That's another one of their favourites. When's it end? Having a birthday. (laughs) 
<laughs> with birthday party and it's no one's birthday. <laughs> Society was built on rules. <laughs> and we have to oblige these rules. They love their rules too. Who doesn't who doesn't love a good rule? Uh yeah, they should take that show on the road, like I reckon, yeah. Like hands party. No, the the bolt report, that'd be good, like, you know, just take it on the road. Imagine imagine they're groupies. What would they do? What would they? What do you think would be their kind of sexual es- escapades? What do you think they'd be into? What fetishes? Buggery. Buggery, yep. Be up there, wouldn't it? God says it's okay. Do you think they'd be into the drink in the bathwater scene? <laughs> yes, they'll drink the bathwater. Uh, that is a very memorable scene. Uh, is he your favourite Australian hunk, Jacob Elordi or whatever his name is? My favourite Australian hunk is Raymar <laughs> from Home and Away. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Stone of Flaming Crows. He's he's number one. He could have been on Sky News. He's talking about stone. Oh, flaming woke. Homosexual <laughs> birds. Are up to it again. What's going on this week? When will it end? Homosexual birds, what next? Homosexual <laughs> dogs. What's happening? Cocker too. Uh, how about cocker none? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, would your dream gig be to open for Eric Andre or Peter Andre? Oh, Peter Andre. That'd be pretty good. Mysterious girl. That way, when the audience hates me, I can like say, "Oh, well, let's see, there's an audience mismatch." Yep. If the audience hated me for Eric Andre, I'll be like, "What's going on?" I thought there would be so much overlap. What am I doing? Oh, maybe I'm just bad. Would you, uh, if you could mimic anything from Peter Andre's career, would you get the? Apparently, he had ab implants. Would you go for the ab implants, or would you go for that swish, swishy, sweet, floppy hair that he had? Oh, jeez, abs. See, what I want to—I want to do—is I want to get on. Um, <laughs> I want to get get enough money to um, get liposuction. Yeah, I'm getting hitting that weight too. Like, like, yeah, it's much easier than working out, isn't it? Like, you know, uh, they always say like, no, you shouldn't do that, and I'm like, fuck you. I want to be loved. And you could keep the fat in a jar. It'd be like fun for you know, like a little show and tell thing when you had friends and family over. Like, I can be fat or I can be short. You could be like, I've lost ten kgs. I'm going to show it to you and that. And then ironically, you've lost the ten kgs. You can't yeah. find the bottle yeah. with the yeah. See, pretty good joke that one. Yeah, but um, Andrew Bolt's just eating it live. <laughs> he's just eating. He's eating the the fat of the poor, like just sitting there. Well, that that's what they do. He's chewing the fat. They like chewing the fat. That's another old school expression from that from yeah. that mob is chewing the fat. We're chewing the fat tonight. Wait, hold on. Who's texting you? Does Peter Andre? Is he, he's tuned in and he's saying, look. Feel like you are not a mysterious girl. Oh, oh, they are saying ooh, some very harsh things right now. They're all tuning in. They're all saying some harsh. They're saying I should stop talking about <laughs> Andrew Bolt eating fat live on air. <laughs> and she'd be talking about the China virus. Uh. Yeah, they, they said that you know the defamation laws in this country are so <laughs> archaic. That's the excuse I use to not say anything, but almost approach the idea of making it seem like I'm going to say something. As a good person, I don't care about defamation. I care about information for the deaf. Thank you. Those two things are often confused. Love this crowd. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Would you like... Hmm? A ham sandwich right now, or would you like a nice fresh breath of air? I don't know how fresh the air is here, but I do know an air guy. Um, I always wanted to say, "Hey, <laughs> you wanted to uh, you want to meet my cousin? He's a police officer." And then I take out uh, a slice of ham. Oh, there we Google go. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Because police are pigs. <laughs> they are. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah, they're not good people. And yeah, and you got to ham it up sometimes. Come on, love this guy. 
Um, have you ever considered, though, that, you know, women police officers have to work double as hard as male police officers to be even taken seriously? I probably do, yeah. That's double the amount of deaths in custody. Yeah. Think about that. Double the amount of finding homeless people for just sitting on the street because their job's boring and they want to do something and look kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> double the amount of beating <laughs> protesters and pepper spraying them. <laughs> do they have to wear two pairs of sunglasses <laughs> instead of one? Like one on the back of their head and then one on the front. So if you're a real feminist ally like we are. Oh, cool. You would, you would let the female police officers beat the shit. Do all that. <laughs> Just like taking groin shots for feminists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think uh, mm. Palestine should be free or do you think $5? What do you think? Come on. $5. Yeah. I think free is it's unrealistic, isn't it? It's a so bit too. It was a $5 Palestine. I feel like we could, that's what Netanyahu is holding back on because he just thinks, why give it away for free when you could at least get $5? Because he's, <laughs> it's all about making a buck. Why pay for the, <laughs> why pay for the cow that you can't eat when the milk is free? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When the milk is, is that, that's what they used to say, the old boomers used to say about the wives and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, if you have if you have sex beforehand. You know, Israel, you Israelis and Palestinians, they can't eat cow. Yeah, that's true as well. I think, I don't know, I've done couldn't, research. Couldn't they just get along based on that? Why can't we all just get along is what I think, you know, is what we've all been thinking for many years. Why can't we all just live in harmony and peace. And Why can't we let women police officers do double the amount of racial profiling? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of profiling, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. Facebook profiling or like racial profiling? Because if they had to do double the Facebook profiling, I feel like that's manageable because you can have two accounts. You just uh, have a couple of email addresses, I think. You know. Facebook profiling, but it's a picture of Mark Zuckerberg in blackface. <laughs> He should do that fight with Elon Musk and they're both in blackface. <laughs> yeah, right. It gives everyone something to talk about, you know? The right can talk about, yeah, Elon, beat up Zuck. He's got all our information. And then the left can talk about, I don't like this blackface. Yeah. I feel like that could work. They could sell some tickets. Sell some tickets. Dana White, he's got a problematic second name too, so that kind of helps. Right. Yeah. Should be yeah, that could happen. Are you you don't look like a UFC guy, I don't think. You're not. Yeah. You kidding me? You, the but, amount of DCD. <laughs> DCD. Deer carcass strippings I take. <laughs> the amount of times I've gotten a lobotomy, <laughs> so an alpha brain can piss on it, <laughs> and then I put it back. In. I fucking love UFC. It's pretty good. Like yeah. I love UFC. What am I doing with this coaster? <laughs> no, this like this is that. Coaster, what's that coaster made of? It looks like it's made of something masculine and proteiny and a UFC fighter. Yeah, it's <laughs> Dustin Poirier's foreskin, just <laughs> like um, Conor McGregor, baby. Conor McGregor's beard pubes, like just dehydrated. And is he your favorite Irishman, or would you prefer my um, favorite Irishman is, is the Irishman, the Irishman? Yep, yeah, the uh, Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese. I think Pink was in that one. Yeah, she was pretty good in that. I feel like she's underrated. As was the Irishman the one where, where, where Robert De Niro was the dirty grandpa? <laughs> That's one of his best movies. So the end of that movie was so good because finally they all came together as a family and they gave him a bath. And you're like, this is great. But it did rule out the possibility of Dirty Grandpa too, which no, I was thinking even to. even dirtier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. At the end of it, he has a bath, right? And then the director's cut version is he goes outside and he slips in some mud and then he goes, oh, no, dirty grandpa too, whoa, coming this summer. Whoa, double but, the amount of suntan lotion on Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> it looks like cum, that's the joke. <laughs> it looks like he's coming on her chest. Did you actually, I didn't actually watch that. Like, yeah, I, I watched loads of terrible movies just because, you know, I've got loads going on in my life. But yeah, I yeah. We've got all got way too much free time on our hands. <laughs> way too much. What are we at? 44 minutes. What's what, what are we aiming for here? Okay, so we've got a few more minutes left. Okay. Have we hit all the topics you want to hit? Uh, I feel like we've hit none of them, but I feel we've had a fun, free-flowing conversation full of entertaining nuggets for the whole family. 
Nuggets. I want a steak. No chicken nuggets. No uh, no steak, unfortunately. Um, I've got some things uh, to plug mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because I'm bald, so they're hair plugs. Come on, love this crap. <laughs> I'm coming out with all the puns today. I'm, oh, man. I hate puns too, but it's... And I'm the wordplay king. Um, yeah, you got to play with words. Not with your food, though. Mum does not like that. Mum loves play with your food. Mum so. likes it if I just play with anything or anyone. Sounds like a. She she just wants to know I'm having a good time. Sounds like a good mum. Um. So yeah, I will actually really awkwardly try to do a, a plug. I'll do a plug. Should I? Um. So I'm running. A gig uh, called The Greatest Gig in the Universe, and that is happening at the Flinders Street Toilets in town. Oh, um, okay. Between one ten a.m. and one fifteen a.m. So it's real limited <laughs> time. If you want to reserve a urinal, uh, hit me up <laughs> um, on uh, Daniel Bader's urinal gigs at. Piss. And you have to go. Yeah, you have to go to one side of the urinal, and then on the other <laughs> side of the urinal, someone will put like a. You have to close your eyes, though, but someone will put a microphone <laughs> in through the hole. And, but you have to put the microphone in your actual mouth because the frequency <laughs> is no good. I honestly reckon, like, because people are so desperate to do comedy, which I love, like, because I'm like that too. Uh, if, if I announced or any of us announced who runs the gigs, the Melbourne public toilet gig, limited to 10 signups, you'd have 40 signups. Like, people just love doing comedy. They would do it in a urinal, I guarantee it. No, the only catch is you have to go jet skiing with Carl Chandler. I feel like then you get 80 signups because everyone wants that sweet spot at Spleen, like in the basement and all the other gigs that he runs. Do 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 you want to go jet skiing with Carl Chandler, though? It's not top of my list, but it's, you know, like, it's you'll, a long list. You'll do it. It's on Schindler's list, I believe. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> Love this crap. <laughs> there we go. We've hit all <laughs> we've hit all the dot points. Full circle. Uh but I do run gigs called Blowout Comedy. Um you can find about them on Facebook. And you're right. doing one of them, and maybe, you know, two of them or three of them or four of them. The future is bright. I mean, who knows? I mean, some people say what I do isn't even comedy. Ah, uh, what do they know? And what are they doing at a poetry night anyway? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this isn't poetry night. You should do that. Go to comedy nights, do poetry. Go to poetry nights, do comedy. Go to jazz nights um, and read do for Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be great. I'd love to see <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Like, this is jazz adjacent. Why can't I do heroin here? Like, oh, Miles Davis does it. He's ex- awesome. I do it. You throw me out and... Get a female police officer to arrest me twice. This is what's going on with this bitch's bro. It's a album reference there. Yeah. 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 No. So I don't even think that's a deep cut. That's one of his. That was a bit of a hack reference. I should have named one of his obscure albums. No, here's a hack reference. What? You listen to Triple J 530 <laughs> weeknights. <laughs> hits from the. Do they do hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s? No, they're too cool for that. No, no, no. That's called FM. They do. Oh, even though Gold FM do hits from the 2000s and the 2010s now. Oh, yeah. Way way to make me feel old. Yeah, it's it's not a good. The 70s, 80s, and 90s may as well be the 1930s. At this point, time moves fast. With the polio. And And it's a flat circle. (laughs) (laughs) With the polio. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but um, it's good to. I'm enjoying the the Melbourne comedy scene that urinal gig is looking good mm-hmm. um i've got urinal cakes with my face on them so if at any point in the show you want to piss on my face you can do it metaphorically so li- literally but will cost you five dollars um five dollars for piss yeah it's- this is a fascist pistopia <laughs> it's the cost of pissing crisis it's too much. It used to be free to go piss. You used to just be able to piss on an open mic comedian's face for free. Now it's five dollars. What's happening to this to planet? Be, it used to be IP freely. Now it's IP paid. Paley. Dearly. Dearly. Yeah. IP dearly. IP dearly. Yeah. Uh, if you could piss on any comedian's face, out we'll, we'll take it global. Globally, who who would you do it on? And would you maybe? Try and throw in the shit as well is the question. <laughs> um, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. Is this uh, to get back at him for his last special called I Hate Trans People? Here's seven hours of jokes. 
I just want to see how he comes back from me pissing on his and shitting on him. <laughs> Is he still? Does he still feel the need to condescend to everyone for having more money then? <laughs> I can't even watch him now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'll like find anything funny or whatever to a degree. Blah blah blah. Like I'm not like super comedy police, but at the same time, the last special, it's just like he's gone. He's just talking about like some trans person on Twitter or something like for forty minutes, and I'm exaggerating, but it's basically that vibe. And you're like, what is this now? Like it's just rich comics moaning about the odd person who doesn't like their sets. It's not good. I mean, it's not good. When he opened up by pretty much saying, I don't understand method acting. Yeah. But ironically, that was Daniel Day-Lewis on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Daniel Day-Lewis, when he hangs out in Brunswick, he's Daniel Gay-Lewis? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think you should be saying stuff like that. <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled. Um, that'll be my next Melbourne comedy show. Daniel Bader is cancelled. Edgy. Edgy, edgy boys. Uh, how many times have you been cancelled this week? I'm at 27 times. Uh, Pretty slow week. 14. 14, yeah. Um, they oh. can't, you can't cancel people who are cancelled. That's the weird thing, though, because all that stuff I said yeah. before about women police officers. <laughs> I mean, come on. People are so confused. <laughs> About what I'm saying with that politically. Yeah, it's a lot of layers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on there. If you've, if you've ever had like proper lasagna, not the microwavable, there's a lot of layers in lasagna and in comedy. More nutritional content, I think, in comedy though, yeah. Less carbohydrates. So. Dan Brader, thanks for coming on <laughs> and sharing this lasagna with me. <laughs> well, my pleasure. We have done 51 minutes of 27 seconds of stuff. Uh, cool. Yeah. Okay, let's do that again. Um, let, we have to do a second take. Just so second take. We have to do a second. Take. The whole fifty-one minutes. Yes, and have to try and remember everything that we did. <laughs> Imagine that—that'd be such a nightmare. <laughs>